Hey, what is going on, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to another episode of Cut the Crap. I'm your host, Godzilla, with your man, Wildcore. Welcome back. What is going on, ladies and gentlemen? It's your host, Godzilla, with the one, the only, Wildcore. Hey, hey, hey. He's back, guys. He's never you left, though. He's never left. He's just a busy man. Always busy. If you guys have it, man, go check out his Facebook page of Richardson's Farm. It's amazing what you got going on over there. Well, I'm sorry. I just had to start it off with this really quick because I'm just so impressed every time I go up there and the videos you send me of these plants. Like, you got everything going on right now for you, man. Everything. I, you know, a little bit of green, baby, right? I, mean, <laughs> I got I got growth everywhere, dude. Dude. I might have to go to the doctor. I got so much growth. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. It is awesome, though. You know, I just I love everything you're doing over there, guys. I'm telling you now, you guys will love it, too. It's just cool to see how he's built this whole system to grow his plants indoors. And he shows step by step of what he's doing, pretty much him building the system up. Um, It's called a hydro. Uh, what's it called again? I'm going to say mess it up. I don't want to say hydroponics. It. Hydroponics. There we go. Hydroponics plant hydroponics tower or tower excuse me he's got his plants going in there he shows what they look like how small they are um he feeds them nutrients everything they need and he's gonna have his own farm he's gonna be selling tomatoes so if you want listen you get in now you mentioned cut the crap podcast he'll give you a tomato for like 80 cents instead of you know dollar five he'll give you a little no, bit of no, a no, discount no no, no. <laughs> no no you show if you show up to to my farmer stall and you say cut the crap sent me it's free baby it's Ooh, free. There you go. It's free. Go get some tomatoes for free, guys. Um, but no, definitely, we're. Ha I'm so happy to have you back. Um, we couldn't record together last week due to just different circumstances. Me coming back from the vacation, a lot of stuff he had going on. But it's okay. We're here today, and we got a fire episode for you guys. Like you can see in the title, we're gonna be talking about social media, and this is like a, a double-edged sword here, like. There's so much things that are going on right now with social media, the good, the bad, the ugly. And of course, we're going to talk about it all. But um, there's stuff out there that you could watch. I was just telling while before we started the episode, there's a actually Netflix has a real good documentary on it, which I'll bring be bringing up some of their points that they brought up and stuff like that called The Social Dilemma. Um, there's a YouTube video with uh, 10 reasons on why you should quit social media. Um, but you know, there's social media has its good as well. A lot of people don't talk about the goods. Um, we'll be talking about the goods, the bads, and the uglies here on today's episode. So, you know, guys, buckle on up because here we go. Um, let's start it off wild. I'm gonna have you start it off for me because I know you said you had more good than bad when we started talking earlier, uh, for social media. So let's run down some of the goods you have for social media. Well, you would point me out, wouldn't you? Oh, man, you know I will. <laughs> so, uh, I mean, I guess my my point of view on it is, comes from the fact that even when I was streaming, you know, for the last few years, it really honed in on what social media can do, number one, for a company. But for a person and for startups and things like that, I really use social media when I was streaming. I use social media to kind of branch out and get people who I've never met and may not even, you know, have anything to do with me as part of that, whether it's through ads or whatever. I mean, I barely ever put any money into marketing. Um, but social media, like in that aspect, I was really good at it. I. I'm not somebody that's got thousands of friends, but my circle that I did keep would kind of share it out there. And I think social media, if used properly, and I guess you need a certain level of self-control, I, I think it's wonderful. I think it's something that we absolutely thrive upon. And I used it. We use it a little bit now, mm -hmm. especially with he Cut the Crap and now my farm, Richardson Ranch, we use it. Um you know, every most of our listeners 
probably use it at some point in time too. And I, I actually think those people that say, now nah, I'm not on social media, don't realize that we're not just talking about things like Facebook and Instagram and Twitter. There's a lot more things out there that are considered social media. Yeah, you got Pinterest, you got Reddit, you got all these other things that are out there that people may not think it is social media, but it falls under that same umbrella. And, um, you know, I agree with you. There's a couple of good things on it. Um, you brought up a good point. We, for example, we have to use social media. You know, social media right now is how we're able to get in contact with a lot of you guys by different types of advertisement we do in different forms of stuff that we do through social media that's, you know, TikTok, Facebook, Instagram, um, Twitter. You know, we, we have to be on all of it to get what we want said or what our voices, let me rephrase, we have to be on all of it to get our voices out there. Okay. And if we're not on it, we're falling behind. You know, there's a lot of great things out there for social media. I know a big advocate for it is Gary V. He talks about it all the time, how, you know, if you're not on social media, you're lacking, you need to be on it. Um, and it's good, you know, social media, when it first started, was a tool. That's how it started. It was a tool to help you engage in certain ways. Example, you know, find long and lost family members, right? You know, how many fa long lost family members you found that you probably haven't spoken to in a while? Do you have I any? I got a story for that. Oh, well, let's go ahead. Love it. I got a story for what social media did. Now, <clears throat> 2022, the, you know, it wasn't that good. But uh, I, I'm, I was with separated as, uh, I think when I was three or four years old um, from my mother um, forcefully and... Uh, grew up in way better situation with my grandmother um, and then my father. Um, but from pretty much the time that I was three until 17, I didn't know my biological mother. I I guess I knew she existed, but I didn't really know her or really care. I had a stepmom that stepped in and actually became my mother and was the best thing that ever happened to me, um, even if I did reject her in the beginning. But what happened i was around 17 years old and a lady reached out to me through at the time i believe it was myspace now Ooh. if if I, it was either myspace or right at the start of facebook but i'm pretty darn sure it was myspace and it was telling me that it was uh, that they were my mother like it i mean it like it blew me out of the water and they actually reached out to my father too they used a private investigator and couldn't get find us they had they found us easily you know, snap of the fingers through mm -hmm. social media after it came out. Um, so it's kind of interesting to be reunited with this person just because of social media. Like, a private investigator didn't find us because we, we definitely, like, ran and, and went the other direction when I was young. We didn't want to be part of the situation. Um, so it was very cool to be able to say that, you know, at 17 years old, uh, my biological mother um, actually was able to find me because of social media. Wow. That is awesome. I mean, that that's amazing right there. Like, and do you still keep in contact with her to this day? Hmm. Uh. Like I'm. Eh, I honestly no, no, not really. Okay. I mean, hey, yeah, I definitely understand. There's there's different ways of how that might have went, but you know that is cool how social media helped bring you guys together. I mean, I know for me, there's family members that half the not half. I have a very big family, very very big, especially on my dad's side, and there's a good portion of my family on my dad's side i didn't know about and all that and social media helped introduce me to them by my other cousins and all that and we started talking more and you know started building that family bond and you know social media has also done other things for great people i know i actually know somebody that was looking for an organ um and was able to find an organ donor you know they had they were having kidney failures and this and that and they had made some posts about it um and I saw a lot, I saw pretty much a lot of posts as well from his, he wasn't the only one that did it. There was other people that were doing it. And by him posting and all that, he was able to get a grateful organ or a generous organ donor that was willing to donate their organs. And he was grateful for that. You know what I mean? Like social media does a lot of great things, you That's know? Awesome. It, it, it's, it is. It's amazing what it does. You know, advertising. There's a lot of things. I wouldn't have met you if it wasn't for social media. Absolutely. You know, social media has brought us together. Social media has brought us together with the world. The advertisements that we do and talking to different people when we stream or anything like that. You know, I remember I used to have a faithful streamer that came from Europe 
to to watch my streams and it'll be like early morning for him when I was playing late nights or if I started early, it was like late night for him going into the early mornings. And it was so cool to be able to speak to somebody across the world and knowing I was making a connection with that person. And a lot of people don't realize, you know, that's, it's hard to do, but it is doable. You know, we, we have people mm-hmm. right now that listen to our podcast that are from all around the world. It's amazing where they come from. Absolutely. I mean, I think me and you were talking about it not too long ago. Like when you would look through, um, we have like a dashboard tells us how we're doing all that. We have people as far as Poland, um, Sylvania, Bangladesh, New Zealand. Um, I'm fairly sure we have someone in every major continent. Yeah. We have one in Russia, which, you know, we're not going to talk about that situation. Canada, um, Kazakhstan. Australia, yeah, Kazakhstan, I think is what it is. Yeah, Australia, Denmark, Norway, Egypt, Dominican Republic, Spain. I mean, there's a lot of countries up here that I I mean, just so many, you know, and it's actually shocking. One country I would never thought would be so high. You know, I know the United States would be so high, but Germany, we got we got four percent of you out there that are in Germany, guys. I love you, German people. Let's go. I need to take we need to take a trip up there. Wow. We need to go take a trip up there. And maybe our They're German listeners could show man. us around. Yeah, they're cutting the crap up there, dude. I'm telling you, man. They they don't they're not playing. They don't. You know, it's awesome. But it's it's again social media how we're able to connect with all these people. You know that that's some of the good stuff. You know, is there any other good things that you could think of while that you want to mention? Man, I, I mean, we kind of hit about all of the. We, well, okay, if you consider social media also to be a cloud where you keep a lot of your data and let's talk about the good side of that not the bad side of that social media has opened us up to easy payment processing connectivity not only to people but to people's things i mean you probably have gigs and gigs of data on facebook alone mm-hmm. that you would not even have not even have taken the pictures and not even have considered saving this somewhere i mean before social media and I don't know the order. Maybe things like Dropbox came out first. But before social media, dude, you took your 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 SD card, put it in your computer to store your photos. Yep. Maybe you made a USB of it or a CD if we go far enough back. And even a floppy if we want to go back to dinosaur ages. But you physically stored that stuff. Social media has came up where that stuff is set a snap of your fingers. It's right there always. We don't. I'm not talking about the bad side of all that. But social media allows us to not only view the world and its people but ourself Mm -hmm. you can go down your own things and go back to memories and go back to i mean now all the big social media sites they've they've created memories that allow you to see what you already did because we don't intentionally go back down memory lane and now we're reliving those memory lanes just because of social media Mm -hmm. and i don't i think that that's a good thing i could see how there's some bad days there but i i think that's a generally good thing that social media does no, I definitely agree with you there. That That's also another cool thing. Like you said, go down memory lane. You know, I love going on Facebook and they'd be like, oh, six years ago today, you did such and such. You know what I mean? Like, it's cool to see what you were in your state of mind so long ago. You know, I know six years ago, I made a day trip to my cousin's shower. He was having a baby. We went up there for his baby shower for the day and we took a six hour journey up there that nobody knew. You know what I mean? There, There's one here actually, which had me laughing. I was like 13 years ago, I got promoted at my job with Sprint and I was, you know, super excited about the promotion. And just to think about all the headaches I went with it afterwards, it, dry, it I just laugh about it. But it's funny to know, like, you know, 13 years ago, I was super excited about something. You know what I mean? It's so many little things that I, you post and depending, everybody doesn't post as great details as I did. But like, I mean, I got barbershop from 11 years ago. I got a haircut. Um, you know, I, I got a whole bunch of different things and I just, it's just amazing. I love going through social media and seeing all this stuff. Um, you know, and it's awesome. It's awesome. Like I get to interact with friends I haven't talked to since like elementary school or middle school, you know, kept me in touch with a friend of mine from high school that, when he moved away from me in Virginia to Florida, you know, I wasn't able to keep in touch with it. I couldn't see him as often, but through social media, I was able to see, you know, his family and his growth as well as his, his personal growth and everything, his career. 
And then now that I'm here in Florida, you know, we talk pretty much every day again. You know, it's like nothing changed. Um, he's still a little farther away from me, but we still try to set up events to go to things together and all that. So, you know, without social media, that wouldn't have been possible. Um, but you know, social media, like I said, is a double double edged sword. And some hey, I people, got, I got. Go ahead. I got one more good thing because I know okay. we're getting ready to bash social media. I got one more good thing. <laughs> yeah, go ahead with it. And I'm ready to bash it too. Don't get me wrong, guys. But I think as a world, we would not have made the same technological strides that we have in the last ten years without social media. And as bad as I know the side effects of social media are connecting minds and voices from countries and other parts of the world simultaneously through even dumb Twitter tweets or whatever it may be has sparked advancement and all kinds of things because an idea that you may have been working with your team in Poland you can easily through social media talk to someone and, you know announce that you're going to do this or whatever and, and not only does it find funding for things it finds voices new opinions new brains the whole world has benefited from collaborating their minds just simply because of social media mm -hmm. yeah definitely definitely i mean that that is a great point that is i think technology has advanced to it social media is always pushing for more and Every, us as humanity wants the next great thing what's the next best thing out there how can you keep our attention you know what what can you do to to keep us going on social media well believe it or not social media has a lot of stuff it does behind the backgrounds that people don't re realize you know and we're gonna start getting to the bad and some of the uglies of social media you know i know a big thing with social media a lot of people you know they can isolate themselves in a bubble and this is not going to be for like our generation. I think wild, I think it's going to be more for the younger generation. This affects, I think our generation, since we kind of grew up with social media in the beginning of it, but we also lived without it, that we're not, we're not as inclined to be so addicted to social media as the younger generation that when they grew up and born, this is all they know is social media. Okay. You know, they, they, they weren't like us where, you know, I don't know if you ever had the saying, you got to be home before the street lights are on, you know? Uh, yeah, actually I just, all I had to do was tell my parents where I was going to be and I didn't have a time. Exactly. As long as they knew where I was going to be, they didn't care. See, not me, mine. I, I mean, they wanted to know where I was going, but I had to be home before the street lights were on, you know? And if it was nighttime, I had to tell her where I was going to be at. And as well, she didn't really care, but it's crazy. Cause back then I think about it like, yo, my mom didn't have a way to track me she didn't know where i was going where i was going to be if i was kidnapped if i was hurt she didn't know anything and i can only imagine how frightful that must be for her to to be like yo what's going on where's my son you know i know my kids go outside now and i'm like watching them like a hawk i got trackers on their phones like i know where they're at you know what i mean and it, it's crazy they didn't have that so a lot of kids now and i've seen it actually with my own kids they can isolate themselves in a bubble where they're in their rooms on social media laughing. You know, my oldest daughter, she's in her room laughing on TikTok and stuff like that. And I'm just like, yeah, why don't you go outside and oh, I'm talking to my friends. I'm like, what? Like talking to my friends was seeing them face to face back in the days. Even a phone call to be like, hey, you home? I'm coming over. You know that? Uh, yeah. Yep. Sitting, sitting on the, sitting on the counter with a corded phone around the corner because you couldn't go more than five foot away from the phone. Facts. Talking for four hours with your friend while your dad was mad because you're using up the minutes. Exactly. You know what I mean? Or going outside and sitting on, you know, freaking on the stoop or on the corner, just talking, having a good time, playing basketball, whatever you guys did. You know, that was that was our way of connecting. So with the youth, I noticed they isolate themselves. Um, you know, we talked about the news and how we were able to get information at our fingertips. I mean, this is guys, we have all this technology right here at our fingertips, but you know, the, the bad thing about it too, there's a lot of fake news that gets spread as well. You know, there, there's a lot of stuff that sometimes you don't know if it's, it's true or not. It's very easy to make something that's fake spread on social media. Yeah, I mean, especially if you have money, dude. Think about it. remember you remember the I don't know if you remember a while ago. It was like maybe a year or two ago, uh, the whole incident with um, a famous basketball player's name is Kyrie Irving. 
that there was a, a fake thread that went on through YouTube. He found it through a YouTube link and it talked about how the world was flat. And later he, <laughs> he realized the world is not flat. He apologized for it, but he talked about it, how social media took him down a rabbit hole. He went ahead and clicked on one link and social media's algorithm noticed what he was clicking on, what he was watching and started shifting stuff that were was out there towards the world was flat to him so he could view and all that and he for the longest believed the world was flat i mean i don't know if you remember this wild i, I mean I, I remember it like it was yesterday like because i used to like i couldn't mm -hmm. believe such a, a such a celebrity like all these other celebrities are trying to tell him dude you went to the university of duke he went to a great college you cannot be this stupid to believe the world is flat yeah, I mean that's uh, that's that's really really out there. But if you apply the same thing as that to politics, yep. we're not we're not here to discuss politics. But if you pull what you're talking about, it applies to politics too. Some exactly. people are so far in their in in their thing that they don't see the opposite because their social media is not going to show them. And it may be a lie and not the truth. It's just not going to show you the truth because mm -hmm. you've clicked on it. So it yeah. I'm glad you said that. And it is so true. You know, you could be a Republican and because you're reading all the Republican facts, it's going to just start throwing things out there to you. A social media has an algorithm. They know how long you look at every post for. I mean, they, they see it. They see what post you like, how long you're on a post, how long you're on a picture for. They could, they have all that counted down. That's all the metadata that comes to them and they see it. And just think about it as this, think of your body, as like a 3D image standing in front of the social media platform, right? And there's three people working your body. And they're like, oh, okay. I see this person has been looking at this video for 30 seconds. The next person next to be like, okay, well, let's send them this video here. This is gonna attract him. And the third person confirms like, yeah, you know what? Looks like he has an 84% possibility to click in this because you've been watching all this stuff about Republicans, you know? And what makes it worse is that like Wild said, it may not even be the right thing or it may be fake news. And that's where there's big problems with, between the Republicans and Democrats because they're seeing all this stuff that's gonna relate to them in the Republican side that they're not seeing the same stuff the Democrats are gonna see. You know, and again, this is not, we're not debating who's right or wrong here. We're just saying the facts that you're gonna see as a Republican and you're gonna see as a Democrat are gonna be two separate facts. You know, if say Wild is a, a Republican and I'm a Democrat, Wild is going to see different facts about what's going on in the world as far as, you know, Republican stuff. And I'm going to see what's going on in the world on the Democrat stuff. And what's bad is social media is separating us. They're causing a fight between the countries because of that, because people are seeing different things, different facts. And there's nobody out there that's really controlling what's fake news, what's real news. Now, I do know, you know, now they, if I'm not mistaken, well, correct me if I'm wrong, but they are starting to like put up stuff that says, oh, this is fake news or this may not be accurate or something like that. I think I've seen something like that on Facebook. Am I right? Or but let, let's not go down. Let, let, come on. Do you believe it? I, I, who knows? That's a good thing. Do you believe it? Who, the who do the we people know who say it's not true are the people paid by the people who are telling you it's true. Good point. That sounds like a rabbit hole, but no, no crap. The the company that Facebook uses for fact checks, there's a there's a handful of them. You can go look down all the whole line. If you find their funding, both if let's talk about politics, let's not talk about other things. Mm -hmm. Both sides of the political political scale, probably words that don't exist, but I think you understand what I'm saying. Yep. Both sides of the scale are paying for the fact checkers. How is that fact checking? If I pay you to say that water is blue. You're going to say water's blue for me. Well, what if water's actually pink, but you're telling millions of people water's blue, and someone makes a post that says water's pink, but the truth is that it's pink, and then you put a label because you're the company that they're talking on. You put a label saying, nope, that's fake news, and here's why it's fake news, because the company that we say is fake news said that it's fake news. And you go, oh, I guess I'm wrong, just because somebody told me I'm wrong. Mm -hmm. If we and, and, and all of existence exists because we've questioned things. And social media's taken that out because it's no different than sitting in the front of the TV. Our grandparents did it and you mm -hmm. did it and I did it at some point in time watching news. You were just being fed it a different way and now with your face glued in front of it it's so easy for them to lie. Mm -hmm. And then now that whole fact checking thing started because we were told everything was a lie? Correct. But who's really fact checking the fact checkers? 
Good point. Good That's point. almost a tongue twister, by the way. It is, and again, it's going down a rabbit hole. We, we know, we've always said we would never go down. Um, so we're gonna leave that at that. Yeah, but of I definitely, Absolutely. I definitely agree with you. And but other things too that I found interesting is that also, you know, kind of it causes what's called a lynch mob. You know, with those fake news. Uh, you know, for instance, mm-hmm. there was something going on around um, that if you order, if you're putting on Facebook, you're ordering a pizza. It's really that you're trafficking children. You know, you're saying, hey, I want a trafficked child. And that was the thing that went through and it caused a big issue. Um, and not only in America, this was really big in Canada that one guy actually like was on the streets looking for the people that were posting this and trying to kill them because he thought they were child traffickers. And, you know, he got arrested and it was like a big, big story that happened out there. And it only got a little bit of attention. Um, I, it wasn't that big, but for me, it was big because, I, you know, I saw I just I was just like stunned by it. I'm just like, wow, you know, it causes it causes separation. It definitely causes separation with everything. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and and, and we, we don't. Oh, guys, go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. No, I, I was I was going to say just to reinforce the fact that we trying to stay out of stereotypical things to talk about for this reason right Mm -hmm. here. The reason we don't talk about politics or race or supreme of this country to that country, the reason we don't go down those rabbit holes are because nobody has enough information to go down those rabbit holes. Mm -hmm. We don't, we don't want to come to you guys and give you that information because it's so hard to be right and that's all this stuff does what we're telling you right now is that the social media when used for these things creates a stronger divide than it is i tell people all the time that this whole all of the stuff that social media is telling us is going on some of us don't feel like it's actually going on because we we're in the world all day every day talking Mm -hmm. to hundreds of people and we just don't see it physically happening Mm -hmm. but yet we're being told it's happening everywhere exactly Exactly. And a lot of business model, I was going to say, for all these companies that are out there um, is to keep people on the screen. That's their main goal. They could keep you on that screen for as long. They get paid. Every advertisement, yep. they you would be shocked. It's not like, you know, and one advertisement is, is costing them 30 bucks. Now, they get paid like 80 cent an advertisement. But if you listen, if you they get that advertisement out to you and you scroll by it, that's 80 cents right there that's in their pocket. You click yep. on the link, they get a census for that. So of course, what they're gonna do is they're gonna do everything they can to feed you stuff that you're interested in. And how they do that is by what you're looking at, how long you're looking mm-hmm. at that. Have you ever noticed, Wild, that you looked at something or you might've talked about something and next thing you know, you go on Facebook and boom, there's an advertisement for that? Yep, absolutely. It's always recording unless you turn it off. Exactly. Exactly. It's always listening. Social media is always there. It's it's always out there. And and you may not even notice that you clicked on it and you saw that link and then a week later you're thinking about it again. And it's going to pop up. Why? Because it recorded how long you were in there. It recorded that you actually clicked on it. Everything is metadata that is re- is watching you. You send a text message about that or a Snapchat. It's all recorded in your metadata history. And that, that feeds over to all these companies. And that's what there was the big thing about companies stealing your metadata and selling your metadata is because they're finding out deep, intimate, intimate things about you. You know, they, like I said, yep. they know everything about you. They, they're seeing it all, which cannot be at some point. It, I think too much information is not that good. Yeah. And we're all accepting it and we're all saying yes, just so we can take funny squirrely pictures of our friends. Exactly. You accept it every time you download a new app and you don't read that because guess what? You still wanted the app to do what it's going to do. So you're going to click yes on it. Every time you install a new Alexa in your house and it listens the entire time waiting on the word Alexa. So what do you think it's doing with that data? Recording it. It has to. Even if it doesn't store it locally, it has to always listen to what you're saying. Mm -hmm. So when you say bedpost three times, four times, whatever it takes, it's going to eventually show you bedpost in your Amazon account. Exactly. And you know, it's funny though. You mentioned that they actually do listen to it. That was a big thing. The recording, they have a a center that's out there that listens to everybody's conversations. Unless you mute your Alexa, you know, it's listening. And there's people out there that are listening to your conversations, listening to how people are talking so it could make Alexa better. 
It makes Alexa understand more words. It's feeding that into the to the Alexa meta brain. So it you know, for the Google stuff too. Yeah, and for the Google, for Apple, for Android, for anything, it's out there. Unless you mute your mic, it's out there listening. And but that's how it's like again. It's a double edged sword. Yes, these products are becoming better, but at what cost? The cost of our privacy. You know, is that something you're willing to give up? We talked about that before. Before with your iPhone, that can read people the the iPhone that tracks your pictures that you take, looking for underage stuff, which mm-hmm. fairly enough is a bad thing that needs to be stopped. But at what cost? Exactly. Exactly. It's crazy, and it's just you know I always hear the argument, which it drives me crazy. Oh, why well, have nothing to hide? You know, it's not about that. You have nothing to hide. I have nothing to hide. I'm sure Wild has nothing to hide. Half of you guys listening probably have nothing to hide, but it's the fact that they're doing it behind your back. And then how far does it go? Yep. You know, it go it goes it, down. It'll be used one day. Everyone thinks social media is free. You know, that's the big thing. Social media is free, but it's not. The businesses, like I said, are the ones paying for all the advertisements to sell to us as humans. We're the product that they need to sell us. And they're doing everything. They're they're doing everything they can to find out what it is that we like, what we're into, and how to how to manipulate us. Cause that's what they're doing. They're manipulating us to stay on longer. You know, you're a little tired, but you know, you see this post from somebody like, oh, okay, cool, check this out. And then right after that, you scroll down a little bit, and now you see an advertisement for something. You're like, oh man, let me check this out. Then you see something else. Oh, let me click on this. Next thing you know, it's two and a half hours later from when you wanted to go to bed. Yep, and the metaverse is the next step. Yeah, the metaverse is definitely the next step, and I'm I'm guilty of it. I tell you now, there's been times in my I go to bed with the wife, and you're like, we're over there watching a movie. Next thing you know, she gets sucked into her phone. I get sucked into my phone. Two and a half hours later, we were just laying down next to each other, watching a movie that finished. We have no idea what happened, but we're on our phones, and we could tell each other about anything we saw. You know, it's it's crazy, <laughs> yep. dude. Everything you do online is monitored. They track down to, like I said, how long you look at photos, everything. It's it's just all monitored. By them doing this, this is what's going to help them. Help them sell us. Help them release that dopamine in our brain to be like, ooh, what is this? Let me check this out. You know, TikTok is the newest, the newest, biggest thing that's like exploding all these kids' dopamine. It's been proven our attention span has dropped to less than 30 seconds. Well, 30 you, you seconds. Know, you, you know, you talk about TikTok like that, but it's um, TikTok is another social media, and it I is. don't think everybody really realizes it in the same way where we talk about how social media shows you what you like. TikTok does a little bit of that, but oh, yeah, there definitely. are some very serious, serious facts and accusations that TikTok has number one we all know that it has an algorithm but there are some very big cases right now that are going on about the fact that it's tailored it's tailored towards entire like slowing minds changing your your thoughts and everything not mind control this isn't a conspiracy podcast but what it's doing is it's i can see it it's making us dumber yeah you you think that you're going to get somewhere because you did a stupid dance and the kids are not wanting to go do things. They can just do a stupid dance instead of going and, and doing something that's worth it. And it's sad. You know what's sad? They're getting paid, though. These kids, some people that explode off are getting paid, and they're getting paid for their likeness is what it's called. It's getting paid for their likeness. You know, TikTok is so true. Like you said, it has the algorithm. The same thing I look at is not going to be the same thing you look at. Why? Because we look at two different things. It knows me. Yep. I like looking at cars. I like looking at food i like looking at pretty women i'm not gonna lie i mean it, it i'm a guy i it sometimes look some of the women attract me and i'm like oh this is cute let me see her dance it knows that so what does it do it feeds me cars it feeds me food it feeds me pretty women doing stupid dances you know what i mean now now, it's, now you know that's absolutely right but here's a weird thing <clears throat> my tiktok does not show me farming do you do you go and look at like so for me have you searched for farming stuff on tiktok 
Absolutely. I, I manually go look, but on my for you, it's not. It's literally the really? same dumb stuff it's been since day one. Except that, for, well, let me take that back. Except for now, it has a lot of streamers and stuff because for a while I, I only only worked on streaming and, and mm-hmm. shouting, talking with other streamers. So I think that it's still heavily tailored that way. Okay. Okay. That, that could be why, too, because I think it, I know somebody asked me, why is it so hard to change the algorithm? where what yep. they're watching because they were watching certain amount of things and then like now that they're trying to see something new it shows heavily still what they used to watch and that that could be the thing that TikToks probably needs to work on on how how quickly it updates the algorithm to what you like um i know for me like i said i i literally pulled up i just pulled up my for you page right now on TikTok. i have it muted so nobody could hear first thing that popped up was grilling a steak i just swiped up another well, steak issue you swiped up one more time a pretty girl about to do some type of dance <laughs> swipe up one more time for you guys of course another steak episode so everything i watch <laughs> is popping up on and again this is it's the algorithm it knows it it knows what we're doing it sees the post how long i'm looking at posts that's a big thing if it knows that you only look at a post for two or three seconds you know it, it takes it away and this goes back to again how tiktok and all these social medias have dumb down our brain to for like even me like i used to be able to sit through a whole thing for like five minutes like a five minute video on youtube i go crazy at five minutes long now i'm like yo why is this shit so long why is this so long my podcast our podcast everybody else's podcast that i listen to i can't listen to anymore in a a short period of time because i have to do it while i'm driving now because if not i don't have the patience to sit there at home and just listen it straight through you know, I, I if it's not catching my attention, it's not feeding me within less than 30, uh, 30 seconds. I'm f- swiping to the next thing. And that's because why TikTok since 2020 has started training me. Hey, you need to start liking these videos that are a minute or less and they need to catch your attention normally within 30 seconds or less. Yeah, it, it's just it's, I, I, absolutely. It, it's information wild. now, not later exactly they, they, you it's just crazy you know it knows when you're happy you know it knows when you're depressed that's the crazy thing social media nowadays knows when you're depressed guys think i'm lying try it you have a sad day you're having a depressed day go through some stuff to it it was funny i wasn't even having a depressed day but for some reason i was just in the mood for old you know slow jam r&b back in the days breakup music for some reason and all of a sudden social media started sending me from you because i started on youtube early in the morning i I don't know why i had the crave for this early in the morning i just started getting all these different stuff feeding towards like depression stuff like you know there was a depression advertisement medication that popped up on my facebook i was like what the hell that's weird kind of flipped through that it was a you know all the slow jams i was listening to from youtube now started popping up on facebook i'm like oh okay shoot this is awesome i don't have to be on youtube anymore i could kind of swing through here you know there was there was a i got introduced to um a guy a guy that has a youtube link apparently that does stuff about you know singles for single people and all that i'm just and it's funny i didn't think about like why i was doing that till later on that day and i'm like damn it was because I listened to those slow jams early in the morning. My day, my social media thought my day was depressed and sad. So let me start sending him depressed and sad things to make him more depressed and sad. Yeah, like, what's I, I, absolutely. It, it's crazy how it can do that, man. It, it is like, have you ever gone through that? Have you ever experienced that? Like you having a bad day and you just start listening to some or you start doing something and start showing you all this stuff about that day. I don't, I don't, I couldn't really, I can't really say that. I don't know. Okay. Next time you do, it's just check on my out. bad days. I, see, I'm also not as big of a scroller on these sites, ah. man. I don't sit here and go down. I'm posting on them or just not on them. I have, well, I used to be, man, but for the last like five months, I do nothing but research and yeah. do school all day, every day. Well, <laughs> like, see, and, that, and that's why I said this is not going to really pertain to us or you guys as listeners, if you're older in the older age, you know. Um, if you were born with when MySpace was out or you were born and MySpace was out and you were there for MySpace and all that good stuff, then this probably not going to pertain to you. This could be for those people that are born probably in the 2000s going forward. 
Um, yeah. You know, it's that's where it's going to be around. And again, it's all because the data that they build, they built, they have like a model that projects every action, whoever, what every action you're going to do. And their goal is to have the best model um, because whoever has the best model to predict what you're going to do, they're going to win. You know, right now, and, t- TikTok is that gen- there's one with the best models. Yeah. And, you know, all of these things, we say MySpace because we started there. But, man, MySpace was a whole different world. MySpace didn't feed you uh, news. It didn't feed you your interest. MySpace was a place you created that other people came to you, whether mm-hmm. it was famous stars, your best friends, whatever. I mean, all of it is at its roots just a BB board. But the difference is that Facebook and TikTok feed you what they want based on the data from you and data from people that pay them, not just data from you. But at the same time, we really can't categorize it with forums or MySpace because you go to find data at MySpace and things like the past, what used to be when we started. MySpace being the the one that everybody nowadays laughs at. But like in all reality, if we had never gone to this feed style where it just you only see I mean all of us have so many friends that but you never see their posts. Do you really mm-hmm. think that they don't ever post? No, they yeah. do. It's just you haven't interacted with them in a while, so you stop seeing their stuff. And that's just that's not how it was with MySpace. No, it wasn't. I remember you remember the top five or top ten friends you could do? Yep. Oh yeah. my god! And I remember God forbid going if you dropped code. on somebody's top three, it used to be one. <laughs> be like, what? My I number... was on your top three last week. What happened? Be like, look, I got to rotate you out, man. I got to rotate you guys. <laughs> nah, you we always knew who our number one would have been if even if you had nobody, bro. Always, Tom. always, Tom <laughs> always was gonna be Tom. your one. Tom was always your one. <laughs> I remember when I was with my girlfriend at the time, and she was my number one. And I knew how she was mad at me because she would drop me from one to two <laughs> or one to three. I'd be so depending on how far back I dropped would depend on how mad she was at me. And I used to be like hovering over, like let's update, let's update her, uh, let's check her MySpace, see what I'm updated at. So, um, no, it's awesome. But it's funny you say that because there's um a person that's really heavy right now into teaching people about what's going on and trying to explain to these companies how bad everything is you know he was a he was a a chief engineer at facebook a chief engineer at google a chief engineer at twitter his name is tristan harris and what he said is what social media i'm quoting him what social media companies want to do is create a positive intermittent reinforcement and it's made to program people at different levels to make you want to pick up your phone. You can have mm. your phone sitting right in front of you and you'll get the urge to just want to pick it up off of different levels of notifications that are sent to you. And it's so true. Wow. It's yep. so it's so true. I sit there, I'm looking at my phone right now, it's blank. I get a notification while we're recording or anything. I'm quick to like, what is it? Oh, look, I, it's funny. I just said that I got an Instagram notification from our or cut the crap podcast Instagram and it's saying somebody's going live. You know what I mean? And it's right there to try to convince me, hey, let's pick this up. This person is going live. We've seen you might have interacted with this person more on a daily basis or whatever. So we're gonna send you her feeds. I look, I just got look, I'm talking about it. Look, my phone is listening. I just got a Reddit notification. Like it knows what you're doing, guys. It it knows what you're doing, and it's so right. He is so right when he says that. You know, another way they get people to answer their phones is, like I said, by tagging you in like photo notifications. For example, you get a photo notification. What's the first thing you're gonna do? Open it. I mean, like exactly. You want you want to see what photo? Turn down my volume. You Turn down my sure, volume and click on it. <laughs> you want to make sure you you look decent in whatever photo you're being tagged in, or hopefully not too crazy, right? So because of that, though, it's another way to have you lift up your phone. Because once you look at that photo, now you're going to interact with that photo. You're going to like it. You're going to maybe not like it, love it, heart it, whatever, comment. And then, you know, once you think you're done with that, sometimes you may get sucked in because there may be other notifications that were waiting but didn't notify you of. And you're like, oh, I got another notification. Let me check this. And then that one-minute quick look turns into a three-minute quick look. Then it turns into a five-minute 10 minutes if you're not working sometimes maybe an hour you're like oh shit I'm off work you start scrolling through and now you get sucked in 
They're mm-hmm. sucking you in, people. The algorithm is sucking you in. And it's it's bad. It's not healthy. It's not healthy at all. And I, I just, you know, again, this is not really for us because I think we, we're okay with it. Um, I did an episode, we did an episode a while ago, and um, I, I had just... I just got a notification from Wild, and I had to look. Of course, I had to look. This, this is what I'm talking about. It's. it's I did it. I did it just to prove a fact. <laughs> I'm like, wait, I got a notification. I looked, and sure enough, it's Wild. And oh my god! But it's funny because we did a video, um, an episode of Wild. Girl. I don't know if you remember this. Wild it was right before the New Year's. We talked about how many, how many, how much people are addicted to your phone, right? This falls yep. into that. How addicted are you to social media? You know, I've done better with my phone finding out how long I'm on my phone and everything like that, where I've been able to, you know, control. I think last time I was at like 13 hours on my phone and out of that 80% of that was like social media, maybe 90%. I have dropped down. I'm so happy to announce as of today, uh, the last seven days of usage or last 10 days of usage. I'm on my phone now in nine hours and four minutes. I drop wow. that is a tremendous drop, guys, from thirteen hours to nine hours. That's a four hour difference. You don't if you don't realize how huge that is, you're gonna be like, Oh, that's not that big. That is very fucking huge for somebody that's addicted to their phone and social media. Within the last twenty four hours, I've been only on my phone for six hours and fourteen minutes. So almost a full day worth. Majority of it, thirty percent Facebook, twelve percent TikTok, eleven percent Snapchat. Um, and then it's got FaceTime, Twitch, um, Tweetbot, which is another thing for uh, Twitter, Instagram. And then after that, that's when I get to my text messaging and all my internet. But my top one, two, three, four, five, six things up here are social media apps. The top yep. six things I'm on my phone at the highest usage is social media. You know, and it's dropped though. Like I said, it used to be worse. We talked about this, guys. Do you have a way that you could track yours, Wild, on your phone? Does Android? Uh, tell I don't you? think that mine would be fair because okay. I use mine for music. Ah, okay. All day long. Okay. Um, and I use it for music nowadays. That's really it. Like when I'm at work and I'm in between jobs, I'll watch videos on like um, hydroponics, uh, aeroponics. Uh, I might mm-hmm. do my schoolwork. I do watch a little bit of TikTok and stuff, but like I'm actually at this point, I'm kind of fed up with TikTok. And then, you know, Facebook came out with the video feeds, but like I really don't like them. Mm-hmm. Um, I get to a point, I have ADHD. So if I get the same videos and like the same video theme after a while, it just gets old to me. And neither Good. one of them are coming up with new algorithms for me. So I'm not watching them nearly as much. And then with TikTok, it really seems like when you follow someone, you're never going to see their content again. Mm-hmm. So I actually just. I don't know. Like, I don't really use either one except for like for That's this. so good to hear, for bro. Ranch. That is so but good. But I hear. do you use no my idea. phone. You have no idea how happy that makes me. I'm glad you're not sucked into it like me because it it is the worst. I I, I am the first to admit it. I am the worst at it. And you know, there's again Tristan Tristan Harris also said um in his interview um again this is all from the social network. Go check it out on Facebook that they teams at all these places that we're talking about. You know, Reddit, Pinterest, all that. Um, they have what's called growth hacking teams. So what it is, is the teams of engineers whose job is to hack people psychology, to get more growth and to get more users to sign up by engagement. So all they're doing is they're trying to hack your psychology. They're trying to hack to see what you're interested in, what you like, what you're going to share to your friend and have your friend come over and click on. Mm. Because all that's going to do is just make the company grow. And make the company grow is going to bring more. Ching. Yep. And at the end of the day, I hate to say it, like we, I had a discussion with my wife earlier about this. Like these big companies and all that stuff, all they care about is the bottom line. It's the dollars at the end. They might throw out advertising. Oh, we care about the people. We're here for the people. This and that. You know, that's all nice said and done. But bullshit. Cut the fucking crap. They care about their bottom line dollars. They still have investors that they have to report to. They have to feed their family and they're living a lifestyle where they're not going to want to give up. They're so, not. I found my stats, by the way. 
Oh, good. Cool. I got to hear this. So um, today, I my screen was on for six hours. It was mm-hmm. off for 12 hours. Um, I used TikTok for 32 minutes, um, Facebook for an hour, Reddit for an hour, um, Chrome, which would have been my schoolwork and research for an hour. And then, like, it's just like I used my light lux meter. I used a lot of apps because I use mm-hmm. apps all day long through my work or through the farming. Mm-hmm. Um, I use, like, specific apps for things. Um, but, like, Messenger, that's how I talk to my family. Snapchat's how I talk to my goofy friends. Mm-hmm. Um, and then NordVPN was on for all the 24 hours because I'm always on VPN because, again, I like privacy. Correct. Mm-hmm. Um, and then YouTube Music was six hours. It was on for six hours. So but, my yeah, screen But that doesn't really count because that's it. you listening to music. So yeah, yeah. And what was your total screen time? I'm sorry. Uh, for, a one, for one day was six hours on. Okay. And that's because you pretty much you had the YouTube on the thing screaming and I know you GPS to work a lot. Is that on your personal phone yeah. or your work phone? No, that's all on my work phone. So okay, the, the screen on time, like I'll leave my phone. So if I if I'm doing something I normally like my phone will the screen will be on and mm. I just didn't turn it off a lot. I do that too. A lot. I do that very um, but, often. I do, I turned off the uh, auto auto lock feature because I hate it sometimes it would lock when I'm doing something and I forget all the time to lock my yeah. phone. Yep. I will tell you something I'm proud of though. Um, I do know that for a fact that I use the social medias and and my phone more when I'm at work. Mm-hmm. So for Thursday, Friday, and Saturday that I'm off, my screen time was three hours on Thursday, two hours on Friday, and two hours on Saturday. That's awesome. Two hours and twenty seven minutes. Like I barely use them. Um, because again, when I'm at work, I have a lot of downtime when I'm just standing there doing nothing because I'm either reading a, a tool or talking to on a phone on my work phone to a company. So like, I'm just sitting here doing nothing with this phone. So I'll do research, but on my days off, I actually, I, I had an intervention. Did you know that? No. Last, um, last year, mid, uh, no, maybe yeah, a year ago when I was in the height of my streaming, my family came to me and have an intervention with me. Um, I was putting so much time into streaming, social media, um, creating teams, and creating all of the stuff that we use every day here in the Wild Squad. Um, that I, w- my friends and my family were very concerned for me, even my my fiance at the time, um, because I was leaving them out and not doing things, whether it was with my kids or with them or whatever it was, because I was so hardcore into doing the streaming and and doing. I mean, I was just, I was managing everything, man. You know what all I was doing. I had a new idea coming out every day. I was designing music. I was doing logos, doing graphics. And yeah, that stuff made me money, but I was putting so much time into it that my family stepped in and was like, hey, this is not okay. And since then, I've really made, I made it part of everything. Not only moving to the farm, but I've definitely made a big cognitive thing to stay off of it. No, that's awesome, dude. And, but you know where that comes from though? That That's again, that dopamine that's being released into you and it's feeding you like, oh, I need more. I need more. And us as humans, we're biologically built to want that. You know, when that dopamine yep. goes off, that feeling that it's amazing. It's just, it's so addicting. It's a, it's a drug that releases in us. And it's like, man, we need to do more. And it's like you said, it becomes very addicting. And that was awesome for your family to step in like that. Um, you know, because what we really get is short term reward and happiness because we're liking the likes, we're seeing the hearts, we're seeing the comments, you know, it, it forces us into saying, what's the next thing I, I need to do to keep that going. And that's what happened with you. Right. Am I, if I'm not, if I'm yep. correct, it's forcing you to be like, I need to do more. And, um, it's, it's bad. It, it, it's like you said, it could bring you down a bad rabbit hole where it'll put your family to the side. Um, and it's making the new generation though more anxious. It's making them more fragile, more depressed. I feel they they lose more. They they lose more of that. It's okay to not be liked. It's okay not. To, I mean, shit. Back in the yep. days, we didn't know who liked us <laughs> unless they came out and told you to your face, "We like you" or "We don't like you." Like you didn't know what you posted or what you said. If it really mattered, like you could say something in class and you didn't know what everybody else was thinking. Now you say something in class. There may be a video posted out about it and half the world is going to see it and be like, oh, this motherfucker's stupid. What the fuck did he just say? He's dumb. You know what I mean? Like, yep. We, we're, we have to be able to teach our kids and it, it's really hard. I'm telling you, I'm struggling with my daughter now. You know, she got her phone. I'm scared to get my kid's phone. Like, I see how much <laughs> they're on it. Even though we have the screen time on and all that, 
like they're so much they're so on it and it's sad because it brings out is it's just it's bringing out more they, on her that drives me crazy they almost need it they almost yeah. need it though for school and for and, and and in their time if they don't use it they will miss out on social aspects mm-hmm. and that's the bad part yeah and and it's funny cuz they say now the new generation is more, less more comfortable in taking risks because of social media and their anxiety on the um the number of people going on dates is dropping and the number of romantic interactions is dropping because people are always held in on their phone you know i i've personally seen it we've gone to dinner and I'm on my phone for like half the dinner. And I'm like, shit, I got to put my phone down. And I get a notification. And I pick it up. And, you know, that's, that's ruining that romantic relationship. But that's what I loved when we were on the cruise for that eight days. Guys, I had no interaction with the world except when I was in Puerto Rico or when we bought the internet package for 24 hours, which was the worst thing to do because it sucked the internet. But it kind of brought us back to reality. But when we had no interaction with the world, it, I spent more time with Christina. You know, it was more interaction one-on-one with her. It was... It was awesome to be able to do that with her. You know, we we're training people. We're training people to know when you're lonely and afraid, you have to be on your phone or when you're bored, you have to be on your phone. And it's not true. You don't have to be. There's so much things out there you could do. You know, I saw I saw a thing where a kid was put to a 30 day challenge. He would win a thousand dollars. I think he was like 15, 16 years old. All he had to do was leave his phone down for 30 days. And there was a, a, a app on his phone that as soon as his phone unlocks, because there was a password, as soon as his phone unlocks or he hits the screen to check his notification and it was an Android phone. So like it had the facial recognition. So it would automatically unlock. It would it would alert and he lo- he would lose. First day, wow. first day he was kind of okay. Second day he was kind of struggling. He was in his room. They had like cameras all through his thing. You guys could watch it on YouTube. Has cameras throughout his house. Third day again struggling. By day six he went to um went to like a park and they show like other kids taking photos and pictures and he's just like staring at them. And then one night he couldn't sleep. He went down for water and it was like his phone knew he was there. And sent him a notification of a girl that he liked. What he did, he he saw it light up from afar while he was at the fridge. He walked over, looked at it, unlocked the phone, saw it, ended up interacting on his phone all night. They said it was wow. like 11:30 at night. He didn't get off his phone. He was on his phone straight from 11:30 at night to 7:45 in the morning straight. Wow going through all the different things he missed and everything he was kid was that addicted 15 seconds he couldn't he, it was not even a week he didn't last a week um so again you know this just this goes back to what we say social media is great and there's a lot of great points for it and we probably missed a lot of great points you know we have more negatives than greats but social media is bad points as well it is bad mm-hmm. and um you know if you guys have any interactions We'll love to hear from you. Like what what do you what are your highlights on social media? What are your goods? What are your bads? We'll love to hear from you guys. You know we always love talking to you guys and, and getting feedback from all our listeners and a lot of you guys have great things to say. So yeah, what is we would love to hear from you guys. You tell us what's your good of social media and then also follow up what are your bads for social media. And it doesn't have to be one thing. It could be multiple things. You you let us know. You yep, let us absolutely. know. I mean, at the end of the day, as an adult, like I said, I, I don't think it really affects us, you know, the older generation. Uh, I don't even know what generation we're called, but it doesn't affect this generation. I think it affects the new generation that was born after the 2000s that are, are really struggling with this because there, there are a lot of people out there struggling with And you may not know of a lot because, again, you're part of the generation with the older crowd that can disconnect. I know somebody that listens to here that uses his phone daily maybe his i think his 10 day average was six and a half hours like he barely's on his phone he doesn't connect on social media he doesn't believe in that social media stuff and connecting through wow. you know he knows he's like if i want to talk to you i'm gonna call you and we'll talk on the phone or i'm gonna come see you he doesn't go on facebook he doesn't have a facebook account i think he does have a tiktok account that he's he got sucked in for a little but he's not really heavily on tiktok like that anymore you know i know he made a couple videos with his wife but then stopped 
Um, you know, again, he's awesome. He's he's the go. He's the what we are. You know, but there's younger kids out there that I guarantee are not doing that. That are on that all day long. So that's everything I had to say. That's the good. That's the bad. That's the ugly. We love to hear from you guys like always. We appreciate you guys like always for coming through and listening to us. Um, you know, I just want to say I love you guys. That's all. That's all I have. Wow. Go ahead and close this out, baby. Guys, look, with social media, moderation. And that's hard. But hey, I hope you like our next post we make. <laughs> you guys have a good night. Have a good one, guys. Peace.